Welcome to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Bonner. Listen for commentary, interviews, and information on how to grow your business. For all the details, contact BusinessScaleInsightsNetwork.com. So, Empire Builders, are you ready? Here's Kimberly Bonner. Hello and welcome, Empire Builders, to another episode of Business Scale Insights. I'm your host, Kimberly Bonner, and I'm so excited to be concluding my November uh, series focused on all things related to human resources and making a better workforce and staffing uh, culture with none other than Leanne Sangolo, who is the CEO of HR Vision Consulting. Hi, Leanne. Thank you for coming. Hi. Thank you so much for inviting me. Wonderful. Now, when I first was introduced to Leanne, I had heard so many wonderful things about you because we have a few mutual friends. And one of the things <laughs> that I was told was that you are just this incredibly creative, visionary, genius woman with all of these different talents. And I was like, uh-oh, that's intimidating. And then we met for lunch a few months ago, and then I got to see your kind of your resume and it's true you're just you're incredibly gifted and so I would be remiss if I didn't kind of tell people a little bit about your background just a little bit and then you can kind of launch into the details what jumped out to me is that um, for a few years you were the district human resources director for Walmart which included 28 stores it's a retail company with 92,000 employees yes in Canada. Yeah. Most people know uh, what Walmart is and what it's all about. And then on top of that, you're a leadership coach. You have a therapy, I believe. You're a certified mm-hmm. therapist. You are a certified hypnotherapist. You're also an artist. I could go on and on and mm-hmm. on, but mm-hmm. I want you to share your story and who you are with the listening audience. Well, well, and why did I was so interested in HR? Because I love people. Okay. I love people. And it's funny because I was studying to be an accountant <laughs> at university and something switched. And for there was an opening in HR and I was working for Molson at that time, Molson Course Brewery. So, and I was really interested and curious about HR. The fact that I'm very social and I like to, I'm very curious about knowing other people. So, and I submit my my resume and I got chosen. So, after years working for Molson, I got into HR. So, I went back to studying at the business school in Montreal, HR, at the HEC University Business school. Tell tell them because our our we're based in South Florida. A lot yes. of people might not know about your background. So explain. You're originally from Canada. So. I am. I am from Montreal, and and now I'm in Florida because after 30 years in the field in HR, but as you know, I wrote a book, and the book brought me to the Miami Book Fair, and I started to realize that Florida is a pivotal place to do business yes. as well. <laughs> So, so uh, after, um, but this is very, very fast, but um, in two, two, two years ago, so I submitted to have my visa to work here and to open uh, the vision of my company. So, yes, I worked as an HR uh, district manager at Walmart for many years. 
And um, something happened. And um, when I wrote the book, that changed my life. Okay, describe, talk about the book. The book is about and your self-sabotage. So it's the Ed Deadly Pattern, Preventing Leading the Life That You Want. So it's all about your pattern. So, for example, one of the patterns, why do you want to be right all the time? Mm. You know, and we deal with in the workplace as well with great egos. And I say you can have a great egos, but egos serves you. Ego does not master you. That's the difference. So in the book, I identify the pattern that you uh, you behave in the workplace, but as well in your personal life. It has an impact as well in your personal life. Second of it, uh, second of the pattern, sorry, um, it's about the victim. Why do we play the victim? And we deal with as well in the workplace people that it's never them. They're accountable for their oh, themselves. Never, never, never. No accountability whatsoever. So there are a few patterns that I identify through my practice and with my clients as a professional coach. So I put them together. And this is real life cases. And with my coaching practice in my HR business, we identify the, the focus question to help them to make a change in their lives. Wow. So, and you do have exercises for each pattern. Yes, I did see that. And I've read your, I've read the book. I strongly recommend it. Uh, End Your Self-Sabotage, Leanne Sangola, S-A-N-G-O-L-L-O. Well, we've kind of started off with a little bit of a bang and touched on some areas. You talked about what inspired you to kind of go into HR, but I also wanted to kind of refocus and get to the reason why I brought you on and other other guests on because we're kind of at the end of the year. We are at the end of the year. It's November. I still can't believe it's November. Uh, and in South Florida, it's a hospitality, tourism-driven economy. I know this broadcast is going to be disseminated on podcast platforms, but we're on the air on WSBR. And so you've got a lot of restaurants and hotels and Traff cruise liners and the whole nine yard, a lot retail establishments. A lot of people are going to be hiring during this season. It's their busiest season, and they're going to try to retain like their best and brightest because this is a big deal, right? Absolutely. This is their this is the height of the the tourist season for Florida. And so, since you are an HR guru, <laughs> you are an HR guru. What, in your opinion, based upon your experience, are some of the biggest challenges to keep your top employees really motivated during this kind of peak season and time of the year? Yes, and you're absolutely right. And I think for most of even my clients, the biggest challenge to retain. And, and you know, the challenge is about as well... Um, you know, you have to look at the culture, the business culture. Yes. Do they walk the talk? When you now, when I talk about business culture with different people, it, I, I feel like business culture means different things to different people. So, how would you define business culture? I would be a business culture is. I think it's when you identify your values. It's a kind of how you conduct yourself as okay. well. You know, how do you create a high performance? on uh, culture, like on trust, for, mm-hmm. for example. So what is trust? 
So what are the values that connect with trust right. as well? It can be empathy. It can be teamwork. You know, trust is a big box of marbles. So you have to identify what is trust. So it's the way you conduct how you behave, you know, what you want. It's aligned as well with your vision. It's your GPS. It's right. your North Star. And, and again, you have to question your mission, why, your why, and what you're selling, to whom you're selling, but not only for the money. So it's a conduct. So you can have great, great values on the, on the, on the board. Right. But if you're not integrate, in, integrate those values... Well, you're not aligned. You're not Absolutely. aligned. It, it all goes together. So the biggest challenge for your, your question, uh, how to, uh, yes, it is, is to retain. And you're right, Florida, there's a peak season, yes. right? Uh, we have, I don't, I don't remember, millions of people coming down here, <laughs> for the, not only for the holidays, but for the winter season. Yes. And they, they're the snowboards that are coming down. And I believe, and you know what? Um, if people um, have read the book, Good to great. Yes, I love that book. And you know, it's about three disciplines. Disciplined people, disciplined thoughts, and disciplined action. And mm-hmm. to have the right people uh, on, on the bus. But mostly it's about share leadership. And what I learned with Walmart, and I would like to share that because um, I worked for a great company. And they applied the good to great model. And even though they had part-times uh, people and as well as the the wage, right? right? Absolutely, you know, the, absolutely. And to respect the wage and in the retail uh, industry, um, they called it them associate, and they call them associate for a reason because they implicate their associate. So they had grassroots, they had meetings, people were accountable, and a small recognition, absolutely. recognition. And when you're busy with people and your when your employees are doing more work more mm-hmm. hours, mm-hmm. take the time just to sit with them and to listen. Yes. Just listen what's going on and find solution. Maybe you cannot, you know, apply all the solution at the same time, but, but, but you may prioritize solution to make them feel, you know, their valued. part, you value, valued. absolutely. That is so And important. it works, and it works. I, I, lo- I love what you, you've touched on a whole lot there. You know, people are so obsessed with retaining good em- employees, but you started off talking about culture and then segued into the example with, with Walmart and good to great and just valuing people, right? All of that is part of that cultural mix. And what I've come to, to believe is that it's not that people leave managers, People leave cultures because it's the it's it's not just it's if you have a great manager, but you're in a horrific culture that doesn't value you, doesn't right. listen to you. Right. Uh, you could have a great one on one conversation with you. But if the culture doesn't value you financially or otherwise mm. um, with your time, your talent, you know, your voice, your gifts, mm. then. It doesn't matter. Right. And you you said something very important because everyone has a voice. Yes. And, you know, um, I think uh, employers, if you want to be an employer of choice. Yes. Let's get back to that concept. It (laughs) it, it needs to be, it's how you establish your business to be a great workplace. Yes. A great place to work. And I think the new model will be 
a new employment relationship model. Okay, explain. And that will be, it's all about the mindset about, again, integrating employees to solution. This is called shared leadership. Mm. You see, and, and it's, it's, it's really interesting because uh, actually I'm working with a client actually to be, to get there to an employer of choice. And it's all about how can I make my employee an ambassador? That's the key. That's you know, the key. And they are the one, you know, you can, how much does it cost to, to, uh, to um, recruit when you have, when you have good employees, it's word of mouth. Yes. So, um, so there, they can be great ambassador for your, for your company. So HR isn't an expense. It's an investment. So the other challenge, mindset, companies, small companies, they have to change their mindset. When you hire someone in HR, this is, there's indicators to be better. Uh, return on investment, but also return on efficiency. So you have to look at in parallel under the umbrella of HR. What can I do to be an employer of choice? And let's say let's you you've said a whole lot <laughs> and we have to go to a break. But when we come back, I want you to unpack all of that. Perfect. Thank, Thank you. you. If you already have a proven business model, but have concerns about the best way to grow and scale, then you should contact the experts at New Day Consulting Systems. New Day uses innovative techniques to 10 times the impact of your business. Your local business can become a regional, national, or international enterprise. New Day Consulting Systems will show you how. For more information and to get started with New Day, visit the website at NewDayConsultingSystems.com. One word, NewDayConsultingSystems.com. To get your business off the ground and into orbit, contact New Day today. Everyone loves getting the royal treatment. It's a clear understanding of that simple fact that has enabled Royal Maid Service to grow from one location in 1992 to be one of the largest maid services in Florida. Now, Royal Maid Service is actively looking for the right entrepreneurs for franchise opportunities in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Jacksonville, and Bonita. Royal Maid Service was founded by an English couple and operates on the centuries-old tradition of proper English service. If you are a strong entrepreneur looking to provide superior service to discerning clients, Royal Maid Service would like to speak with you. Call 800-577-5947. Again, that's 800-577-5947 to speak with a representative. This advertisement is not an offer to sell a franchise. That offer can only be made through our franchise disclosure document. And we are back. This is Kim Bonner with Business Scale Insights, and I'm speaking with Leanne Sangolo, who is the CER of HR Vision Consulting. And she was talking about how small businesses can become the employer of choice. So, Continue, please. Yes. Again, it's about innovation. And I think it's to embrace differences about the generations. Now, um, before we didn't think about hiring someone be over 55. When mm-hmm. you think about that, go go back and you, you were going on your pension. And now we have people that we can, they work until 75 and even 80 now, you know. It's true. And you have young ones that were <laughs> born with uh, iPhone in your hands, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, it's how do we mix 
the different generations. So you need to be agile as an employer. You know, they always maybe do not work now. You know, you need to create um, always respecting your vision, where you're doing your uh, your vision mission. But on with your HR practice, you need to be flexible. And that's why I was talking about the model, about relationship model, to be an employer of choice. You know, how do you make them to commit? Uh, how do you want to work on, to focus on your customer orientation? Um, what tools can you upgrade the human spirit That's at great. work? Um, learning and development. This is a, a, an important key. Development. And your talent, they want to be recognized, but they want as well to be able to shine at their best. And, you know, the triangle, you know, the know-how, how to be. And, and it's to develop those capacity. And they want to. That's what they, they need. They, they have more information. The new generation, they have more information than we had. Uh, when I remember, I'm born in 61. <laughs> but, I mean, the technology, the last, this and I mean, it's been incredibly, yes. I mean, evolved. It evolved so tremendously so fast so quickly so it's it's you have to understand to whom uh you're to focus on whom you're hiring even though you need to respect your values your value has to be as well incorporated to your recruitment absolutely well yeah. it sounds like we're kind of touching on this issue of leadership and i know that you are a leadership coach right uh and i know that Every organization that I've had, that I've been in, um, everything, even, even though the workforce piece is critical, leadership is paramount when it comes to culture in, in, in the workplace. I have found, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we're in a bit of a leadership crisis, um, not just in the business world, but just apparently all over the place. So, um, you know, why do you, what do you think are leadership keys for individuals in the workplace to develop? The keys for leaders, for their teams or for themselves? For themselves, for leaders themselves. Um, I think it's about agility. So when you say... To be agile, flexibility, be able to share their lead, their shared their lead, leadership, so share. open it up. Yes, be more conscious about how they 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 lead. Well, this is this is the problem, and I'm now I'm really going far off off field, but I think this is a really important conversation. In order to share, there has to be a level of humility and empathy. Absolutely. We live in a culture in America, I'm not sure about Canada, but in America, where we're taking pictures of ourselves and social media, we're obsessed with me, 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 Mm -hmm. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm. And apparently, people who are rising to the top, apparently, it would appear, have gargantuan egos, right? So in that culture that we're being bombarded with, we're being told that leaders... Don't share, Leanne. Leaders have big egos. So you are coming with a message that is totally countercultural, and our young people are watching. Absolutely. Mm. So 
it doesn't give. And our, our, our young people aren't stupid. <laughs> no. So when they're coming to the workforce, they're thinking this, what works is big ego, pride, selfishness, not sharing, being running people over. So you're telling them that that's not so. How, 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 how can well, this be? Well, well, you know when they hire me because they have problems. <laughs> and they have problems about about their turnover and they have, uh, you know, risk position or people that left. And you need to have the brutal facts. And, and, it, and again, you have to go back to a model that works for big companies. And uh, I think the challenge is to, chi- to change their mindset about when you look at CEOs, depending on the growth of the company, mm-hmm. if it's a small, medium or big companies. But usually big, big companies, um, yeah, they have their pro and con. But I think it's all about your culture and how when you decide to have priority uh, values, these are needs to be the one that are the the guiding lines. guiding lines. Yes. And they need to be assessed on them as well. Performance assessment. So the leaders need to be assessed Absolutely, on these values? Yes, oh, how does that work? Well, you can have uh, compensation as well, other retainers on those operations and as well leadership. Yeah, you know that I'm la- I'm laughing on the inside. You don't see it because I've never seen that done. Okay, yes. I've never. And but you know I that's rare. You know that's rare. And experience it. But uh, again, it's it's changing your mindset. And how much does it cost? People do not have indicators. And you're absolutely right. When you go up the scale, they're more alone. And I was saying previously, ego serves you. Ego does not master you. And that's what happens when you say they're ego, ego, ego. Correct. And share. And, but more and more the new generation, uh, they're more um, conscious, aware, aware of, of how a leader should act as well. The more conscious leadership you hear. It's getting more in Australia, in Europe. We see a movement of changes. We even with neuroscience. But this how is to the problem. And, and you're going to and I'm going to be Debbie Downer. But what I'm going to I'm going to be the voice of those kids um, who are coming up, who are going to be in this workforce. And I'm also going to be the voice of a lawyer. What we see, not just in politics, but in business, whether it's Mark Zuckerberg, Sheryl Sandberg. Jeff Bezos, the folks at Google, we're not seeing humility. <laughs> we're seeing the exact opposite. And it's and these are the dominant players. These are the people who are ruling and reigning in technology. And so, and I don't know, give give us a voice of how, maybe how are you guys doing it in Canada? Give us a give us a give us a different perspective because I'm concerned that if we continue on this path, we are at war with our workers and we're creating a dysfunctional culture and a a business culture in America right now that doesn't make any sense long term for the future of capitalism. This is the mm-hmm. this is the philosopher mm-hmm. in me, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the business person in me. Right. So you as we conclude this and we're pivoting to, I know this is big picture, know, but yes. somebody has to say it because we got problems. We got problems in America with our, with our, with our business leaders and how we're treating workers. Yes. Uh, because uh, great leaders, uh, when they lead, they lead by example 
And you, you know, when you become a, 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 a figure, there's responsibilities that comes with it. And you're absolutely right. But uh, I think when the impact are so big, I think it's like a safety issue. You make changes when something, you know, an event happens. That's true. And I feel that we need to have something very, um, you know what I mean, something big to to, to Like an it, economic collapse? You know, not a, no, <laughs> I'm not saying what I hope not. But I mean, I think they need to look at their uh, their role and the intention of being name a leader and um, the impact of an action right. because of a reaction. But this would be another topic. I know, I know, I know. We could talk, we could, we could go on for on a, but, but, but we have to begin the conversation because there is a huge chasm between leaders and the average worker in America. And it's not healthy for our, our nation at all. So, I'm hoping that the small business owners that are listening to this, you know, I'm open to their conversation and feedback. They can reach me at bizscalepro at gmail.com. How can they reach you, Leanne? Uh, well, with the uh, my email is Leanne, L-I-A-N-E dot Sangolo, S-A-N-G-O-L-L-O at gmail.com. Wonderful. And this is a hot topic, I know, and it's a, it's, it's a pain point for America right now, but we've got to have these crucial conversations or we can't grow and we can't move forward. And, and the other thing I want to leave you with that, you know, without your employees, you don't have a business. I completely agree. So, so <laughs> you need to, uh, to find solution and process and even a strategy to make it work. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so thank much, you so Leanne. Much. And here's to your success. Have a great week, everyone. You have been listening to Business Scale Insights with Kimberly Bonner. To get her personal attention to you and your empire, go to businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. That's businessscaleinsightsnetwork.com. And tune in again next week for more from Kimberly Bonner with Business Scale Insights.